What's going on, everybody? This is Heath. I'm here with Steven. We are back after taking a week off. Steven? Yeah. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Excited. Talk some football. Freaking pump, man. We took a week off. Bama had a bye week. We wanna, we've we been going heavy at it for two, three months, so we wanted to get a little break. But we're back. Got a jam-packed show, Steven. Yeah. We're going to start it off. Hot topic in ma- mainly college football right now, but even in sports in general. Sign. No, it's not the Astros, but it is a team that is stealing. So allegedly, Kaggy pants. Yeah, allegedly stealing signs. Michigan is being accused. Apparently, there's evidence. Good, good amount of evidence. Um, I say allegedly, but it seems like it's pretty uh, kind of a done deal that they did do it. They're just going through the progressions of. I guess what they're wanting to punish them with, of stealing signs. So kind of break down what yeah the details we have on it anyway. The details pretty much, and it's not as much sign stealing. Everybody does it. Like yeah. it's during the game, it's not illegal to steal signs. That's not illegal. What Michigan is really in hot water for? They had to do Connor Stallions, I believe his name is. This guy psycho is what you would call a probably. A medical psychopath. When, when this dude was 17 years old, he wrote a 600-page manifesto about how he wanted to take over the Michigan football program. And first off, how do you even write 600 pages? Like that has to be like triple space between sentences, yeah. using all caps. Crazy. It's like that's nuts. It's insane. And so in the 600 pages, this guy is 17. He wants to. Be, he knows he wants to be a football coach. He get he's a huge Michigan fan. He could have went to Michigan. He got accepted into school. He said he noticed that a bunch of football coaches have military backgrounds. What does he do? He joins the Marines. In his plan, he wanted to. He figured out that if he could figure out how to steal signs, it would help him be a football coach. So what does he do in Marines? He specializes in stealing, decoding. Sign the, uh, like decoding like, information, like yeah, intercepting, yeah. intercepting messages, like messages from the enemy. Correct. So it, now I don't know this for sure, but it sounds like <laughs> the only reason he joined the Marines and got in this yeah. division, or you know, whatever division, or to to learn how to decode messages yeah. was specifically yeah. so he could steal signs for whatever team. Right, and thank you for serving, by the way. Hey, you know, we love yeah, our, yeah. We thank you our, for that. We love our Marines, but. And this is just information. Well, I've done a lot of research. This is what the – so he does this. He started He started doing it, stealing football team signs on TV, getting a TV copy. He goes to Michigan, and basically in his job interview, his specialty, he said, I am good. I can st-, – like, basically – and so this guy comes up with, I don't know who knew about it. It's hard to believe that Jim Harbaugh didn't know about it. This guy has a algorithm. So what they're in big-time trouble for is they were paying people and getting tickets to other teams' games that they were going to be, and they would go, and the whole time they would use their iPhone and just record the other team's signals. They would bring it back to this guy. He would put it in his software whatever. And just think about how hard this is. You have to... Have one camera on the signs, watch the play, try to decode who's actually the one giving the signs, what the signs mean. I mean, this is some elaborate stuff. This guy, yeah. And Harbaugh, and he he has said he didn't know about it. 
He said he didn't you know say, about Do you it. believe that? I mean, no, I, no, I he, had had to, he had to. Because here's the he, thing. They have video yeah, of the guy behind, standing right. Right, right next to the coordinator. Right. You're the head coach. He was behind the offense and the defensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah. so it's like you're telling me you don't, in the middle of the game, notice this guy standing on the sideline. Now, like, who the heck is this guy? No, they, 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 I you, think they definitely yeah. knew. But I – and I'm not – if it was if this was Auburn, I'd probably feel a lot different. I hate Auburn. I don't – and Saban made a good point about it, about when they used to steal signs. He said they used to figure out people's signs in the first quarter when he was in the NFL. And he had somebody up there every time he'd say – they would say run or pass. And he said he would finally tell them, you know, freaking stop telling me because it's confusing. And for all these coaches, James Franklin, Ryan Day, all y'all saying, well, we knew they stole signs. If you knew that they had your signs and they stole your signs and you could not beat them, that is embarrassing. So you're telling me. Supposedly that's what TCU did. is Right. Because your son. I believe Garrett Riley has a brain now. Clemson, Deba, I don't know. Anyways, you're telling me they know your signs. So what I would do, I would give, oh, I'm I'm running it right up the middle, boom boom. I'm not. I'll do a flea flicker. If they know your signs, they're telling their guys they're running up the middle. Everybody's crashing, boom, touchdown. I bet they won't. Stop. Then you'll you're in their mind. Then I mean, yeah. come on. I don't think it's I don't think that, that big. A, it's not like the Astros thing. Um, I no, think that's way different. Um, it's definitely way different. I think different from sport, yeah. the argument I heard was, and it was a good argument about not an argument, but it was back in the day. You know, all these and even still now. Because, you know, they're sending guys to all these games and travel expenses and all that stuff. And some, most schools don't have the budget to do that. So it's like, hey, you're not allowed to make it to where these, you know. You're saying that's why some, they made it legal? Somewhat, yeah. Some, somewhat um, fair to where these schools has all this money. You can go to, you know, all these games and this guy can go to all these games and this guy can go to all these games and watch the games where smaller schools can't afford to do that, so they made it illegal to to do that. But, yeah, people still try to steal the signs and find out what you're doing in the game. Say, watching film, they, you yeah. know, they're, they try to have an idea based on formation, but right. what's illegal is sending people ahead yeah. to the player, to the teams that you know. And I also had a, heard a good argument is that it's interesting that, you know, they, Michigan in the past few years whipped all these teams that were on the schedule they knew they were going to play, but then they get to Georgia that maybe they didn't know they were going to play or TCU that they didn't know they were going to play ahead of time, and they uh, lost yeah. those games. Yeah, but uh, that's now, a good point. But hey, I'm sure you've seen, everybody has probably seen the clip of Ohio State looking to the sideline, audible in the play, and then Michigan everybody pointing in the air after they see the sign. Yeah, have you seen that play? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I don't know. If, I saw a few clips. I can't remember. It's if it was the one against that went Ohio viral. State or, I think it was. They switched the play State. and they all point in the air. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I saw that. You know that? Yeah, play? the guy Ohio sitting, State scored a touchdown. Y'all did they? Yeah. This is, yeah, they scored a touchdown on that <laughs> play. That's, that, I've seen, so it, it is what it is. So listen, Saban and Matt Rule, a lot of coaches have said, put the headset in the quarterback's ear. Yeah. Why not? The NFL does it. The NFL used to have a problem with science, Taylor. Yeah. They do that. And, that, and that's also a A lot thing. of coaches are so, they don't want to teach their quarterback, for one. I don't know. And they're so worried about going, hurry up, hurry up. It's easier for somebody to just point to the sky and you know what that play is instead of yeah. just telling your quarterback to play. And a know, lot of whatever. people, again, mainly more so in the NFL, but even in college, a lot of good players and good coaches and good D coordinators, based on the formation, I mean, they, they, they do it for a living. Absolutely. They study film 
for hours. Absolutely. And then they teach their players. A lot of times they know if it's going to yeah. be a runner pass. Anyway, we watch Alabama games. Uh, boom. And we can call we where can the call. running back is aligned. You we know can, if it's we can call. Pass. Oh, they're about to run the ball. Yeah. Oh, this is a play action. Yeah. Oh, this is a jet sweep, which they don't do that much. But oh, this is a, a pass. So we know, and we I don't do this it for is a bomb to Burton down the field. <laughs> yeah. He's going to push off the receiver. Yeah. It hasn't been called yet. Then he's going to get in his face. Um, no, but. It's not that big of a deal, but I guess the rules are the rules. It's kind of like um, the Patriots back in the day, what they did. It wasn't like egregious, yeah. Um, but Jim, yeah, I wonder a, what what uh, penalty they're going to yeah. come out with. And he, and they uh, halt, they halted his contract. They withdrew the contract. Yeah, he him. said that's not true. I don't really think it even matters. I think he's going to the NFL next year. The NCAA so. is not going to do nothing this year. It would be hilarious. It's not. It's good. They have a chance to win the national championship. I believe they could win the national championship, and if they do, what I mean, they're going to take the national championship role. I mean, come on, they're clearly not stealing signs anymore. Yeah, it is what it is. Let the best team win. But I don't know what their punishment is going to be. They'll probably get, he'll probably get like fired or next year. You get fired over that? Well, I think he's not going to be there next year to get fired. But I oh, think yeah. he would like get suspended and you know whatever. Maybe lose some gonna scholarships. Say, you're going to be suspended five games next season. I'm like, joke's on you, suckers. Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> joke's on you. <laughs> All right, Steve. Let's get to the game that we have not covered, Tennessee. Yeah. Alabama at home. They only played one half, though, right? I missed the first half. Yeah. <laughs> the, so, what was it? 34-20 to 20 was a final score. Yeah. Um, It was not <laughs> – was not, Alabama still in signs? It was not looking like good. The I second think, half, yeah, they figured it out in the second half. Maybe that's why they're so good at the second oh, half. Me, I just thought, um, wow, they're still in signs. We broke that. Step Arkansas, they didn't steal signs yeah. that game. They stole signs for the first half. Yeah. Um, no, Alabama won thirty-four to twenty. It was not looking good at all. It looked like Tennessee was just about to come into Tuscaloosa and put them over their knee and yeah, tear them up. Yeah, that was it. It was. It, it just, it just, it was, t- it was terrible. They, and listen, what was, what were your key or, or not keys? What were your, well, yeah, I guess keys for why they were so terrible in the first half. I really don't, I don't know. We start off so slow. We were just horrible. And I will say this defensively, it was mind blowing how we looked, we ran the same exact thing we did last year when we got blasted. We we rushed three big guys, had Dallas Turner, Chris Braswell out there guarding their best receiver 40 yards downfield. Now, he did a decent yeah, job. Yeah, that's what I was playing. He was actually, yeah. for outweighing the guy by 60 pounds, yeah. he actually was in decent coverage. That had to be a blown assignment where the safety maybe yeah, shouldn't have ran. Had to have been. Yeah. There's no way you expect the outside linebacker to cover a slot receiver. But defense, 50 yards downfield. Defensively, I will say it's kind of funny that this may not make sense, but it helped us when they got in the red zone and got close. The key to the game is stopping them inside the 10 twice, holding them to two field goals. Yeah. It could have very easily been a 28-7 to ball game instead of a 20-7 to because we come out, we score quick. It's a one-score game. It's totally different. But offensively, first half was just terrible. like trash. Milrow, man – I tr- I truly don't know. Like, he's like a Mr. J- I don't know. How can you be so good and then so bad, or just so bad and then so good? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I think. Well, also the offensive line. 
for the life of me, man, if the left tackle is going to get dominated consistently, why chip? I would chip every single play. They did it. They did a, a little, little bit more, more in the second half. More in the second half. I just half. think it takes so many people. Now, now I also want to get to this. So, it's Tennessee has the ball. It's with 16 seconds left in the first half. It's third and goal from the six-yard line. And Heath, you'll remember this play. Third and goal from the six-yard line. Tennessee had no timeouts. They had to take a shot to the end zone. Oh God, yeah. They go cover zero. And Caleb Downs is get gets picked on the play, and they score. And uh, my dad said, "Why would you blitz?" And I think you even texted me. That's your cover. That's hey, your all-out blitz. Steven Listen, special. Let me cover say this. zero. Nobody hey, in the middle. This is what I say. Let them go. I had zero problem with the cover zero blitz. The problem I had was they were playing like they were on the one yard line. And Saban said that. Yeah, they were playing too tight. Give them some space. If they catch it in front of you, okay, make the tackle. They have no timeouts. They would have had to rush the kicker onto the field goal. Yeah, but you could have played zone and lied um, to everybody up across the goal line. But I, I was fine with the cover. Yeah. Zero blitz. Just play off a little bit. But other than I mean, you know, defense, I think even Saban said they started off the game heavy with their heavy defense because they thought Tennessee was just going to try to run the ball down their throat. Um, and then that's why they couldn't get zero pass rush. Then they went away from second it in the half, second half yeah. and just – Got pressure like crazy and second half was incredible. Dominated them. Let's talk. Yeah, look. first half a joke. Second half twenty seven to nothing. Outscore them. It was by far the best half they've played all season. Yeah, and it's not even close. Now, what is the real Alabama team? Is it the second half team? Can they put that again for a full game? I don't think so. They I haven't showed that all <laughs> year. I mean, why would yet. they start now? But second half was incredible. I have a couple notes. Yeah, I'm sure you do too. Um, just in general, and we've talked about this before. Milrow throws off his back foot way too much. Oh he relies on his pure arm strength. That's why he's probably so bad at intermediate throws because he's like falling away. And, and his, it's more about he's not yeah. set. Um, o line David says that a lot. O line is not working up to the linebackers on run plays. I tried to watch that specifically on run plays because you know a lot of times O line they'll double team one guy like a D lineman. But then one of them will like pop off and go hit. He'll block for a second, double team to open the hole. But then he'll release and go hit a linebacker to get the linebacker. And I watched several, several running plays where they were double teaming the D lineman, but then nobody was working up to the linebacker. So what. the linebacker was just meeting them, the uh, running back in the hole for no gain or one yard or two yards. Now, this doesn't make sense. What I think that's because we used to run the RPO so much. And they couldn't. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Now, you have no excuse. We don't run RPO now. Uh, good. You got any more? Or do you want me to go to mine? Go ahead. You, you, I don't want to steal any of no, your no, stuff. No, no, no. Go ahead. I don't have much. Jalen Milrow, interestingly, only completed four passes in the second half. Did he? Yeah. He completed a – We ran the ball. We come well. out of halftime. Huge run by McQuellen, like a 20-something yard run. And then – one play. <laughs> or two like plays we scored. 46 yard bomb, wide open, completely a blown coverage. And a lot of our, look, I'm going to be, I am a dead honest person. A lot of our stuff is blown coverage. The one against Arkansas to Kobe, Kobe Prentice. Yeah. Wide open. Not, not black. This one. In Arkansas, wide open. And then he got a couple to Jermaine Burton, Steven's favorite player. <laughs> I want look. you to go back. If you're an Alabama fan, go back when he scored the touchdown. Dude, he donkey kicked. 
the defender. Two legs, donkey the, kicked him. Go the, watch he, it. If he – eventually he's going to get called for offensive pass interference because he pushes off every single time it's a deep he shot. He calls a game. Um, which, I mean, they all do, but he does it a lot. And then he just gets up running his mouth. Yeah, he kind of threw his legs, kicked that guy. He, he's just a bonehead. I will say, talking about him, he made an incredible catch over the middle. Didn't Shouldn't have had to. Dupree was wide open. Dupree was wide open, and he had a lane He's to run. He's got to learn to go through his progressions, man. He just locks on one guy. But the running game got good. Milro had some solid runs. I will stand by what I say. He does not want to run the football. I don't think he has any intentions. If they said, I right, man, you're going to run the ball 20 times, I don't think he wants to do it. I truly – dude, I am telling you, I truly do not think he wants to run the ball. I think it's not that he Because does. he has opportunities oh, yeah, to he freaking does. run, and he I doesn't. Think, to me, it's not that he doesn't want to. I think he's, again, so indecisive. In his, in his, I think in his mind, he's constantly trying to run. Should I, should I stay here? Should I throw to this guy? Or should I run? Should I stay in the pocket? And it's like by the time he makes up his mind, he's getting sacked or throwing a bad pass yeah. or something or, or rolling out and getting – three yards on the carry instead of 10 if he had just tucked it and ran. Because, right. yeah, there were several times there was a key third down and halfway through the third quarter where Black they snapped the ball. It was a read option. Nye Black came, came oh, around. man. It would have been a touchdown. And, uh, he'd have walked yeah. for a touchdown. Would have walked. And he gave it to McClellan. McClellan got stuffed. We had to, I think, maybe kick a field goal. Then possibly. he overcompensated. Uh, yeah. And then, um, and then maybe Reese or Nick Saban was like, Dude, keep the ball. Because then two times after that, he kept it and got 10 to well, 15 yards. It was Well, there was the one where he should have kept it. No, he gave it and should have kept it. Yeah. And the other one, he should have gave, gave it, kept it. We lost seven yards and had to punt. But I will say, solid job. I mean, he, he he's getting better. No, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the team. Oh. Yeah. Well, he's getting better compared to the what he was at earlier in the year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, has not, he has not thrown, well. Don't say an interception. No, no, no. He has not thrown as horrible of interceptions. Well, he threw a horrible one against Ole Miss. But he hasn't thrown as horrible against he Texas one? and Ole Miss. Against Ole Miss, remember? The A&M's guy, was bad. It, well, it, wasn't, it wasn't as bad as I mean, Texas. He throws one the, every single game. It wasn't as bad as Texas where the guy, both guys are just standing there like for 28 years and he just throws it right to them. Um, but, I mean, he, he is slowly getting better. Yeah, but look, if they play an entire game like they did the second half as a team, hey, can win the national I, I'm not worried at all. But, but oh, not. get – he was so good last year. I don't know what's happened this year. Get Kool-Aid off yeah, of punt return. Say, thank you, buddy. We appreciate your service last year, but you're on the bench when it comes to punt return. And – I don't care because Saban said, well, they had a rugby-style kicker. He could kick either foot. The ball was kind of wonky. Either foot? Yeah, he kicked with left and right in, in that game. Wow. Um, I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, and Saban was league. saying, you know, the ball was kind of wonky and he couldn't judge it right. Stop. He's done this in several games. Yeah. I wonder if you go back and look at how much field position has he cost us over the – Well, just the last Several one. this whole year. Well, the last one where – where did he not catch that ball? Was it the 35? And it rolled it was all like the way to like the one-yard line? Yeah. He cost us about 20, 30 yards to field, 25, 30 yards of field position. Just um, ridiculous. Yeah, get but, him out of there. Get Isaiah Bond. Let's talk. You made a good point. 
if that team shows up like they did in the second half, we can win the national championship. But can they? Now, what I'm afraid of is what happens this Saturday. No, well, we'll, we'll wait. Let's take a break, quick break, and then we'll yeah, get into we're going to take a quick yeah, break. Quick break, and we're going to get into the LSU album. That's right. Doom, doom, doom. All right, everybody, we're back. We're going to talk Alabama LSU, but before we do that, we're going to hit on a couple bigger games, one big one in the SEC and one kind of big just overall in the, uh, with the rankings with the top ten. So, first off, Georgia versus Missouri. I think it's – is it at Missouri? Uh, no, I think it's, I can, at, I think, it's no, at Georgia. Missouri's only lost one game. Yeah, no, yeah. They They've should had, be ranked high. Oh, college we, football playoff rankings come out yes. tomorrow night. We're recording this on a Monday night. So yeah. Um, we were ideally we would have recorded it, you know, tomorrow night, but it's Halloween, you know. Oh, Gotta, yeah, Halloween. <laughs> what are we doing? I'm not the devil's holiday. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, no, I feel like we we owe Missouri apology because we said coming, no, you owe them. No, apology. you said they were terrible. No, that's bull crap. I had a dude on their team ready to come on here. Steve was like, "They're trash. They're gonna face last." He didn't know that. He backed out. He backed no, out. No, he didn't. Hey, Chris. It wasn't me. I had y'all like finish like fourth in the East. There's only six teams. <laughs> well, we were both wrong. Anyway, Steve yeah, more than me. Yeah, we thought they weren't gonna be very good. They've been impressive. They've looked good. Seven and um, one. I mean, seven and impressive. one. Their only loss was um, to LSU. There's nothing. There's no, no shame, shame in that. that. Okay. And it wasn't their their off their offense put up a ton of points. They yeah, they just couldn't hold the LSU, best offense yeah. in the country to a, a lower amount of points, but. Georgia, we know what Georgia is. Um, I thought maybe in the swamp, Florida might give them a little bit of problems. They did not at all. I mean, Georgia went or Florida went down and scored the opening drive to take the lead. That's about the only amount of problems they gave them. Yeah, scored 37 straight on them. Yeah. Um, doesn't seem that they miss. I mean, you always miss a play like Brock Bowers, but they didn't miss a beat um, without him. The guy they replaced him with might be just as good. I mean, I won't say just as no, good. Yeah. He's just but, a, I mean, he's just a, he's not first a drive, one-handed drop catch. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, George, Missouri's look good. Props to them for doing way better than we thought they would. But, yeah, I mean, Georgia's just – they're a machine. They're good on defense. They're good on offense. They're good everywhere. They're good everywhere. I'm going to go – well, you talk. We'll give our first Yeah. Uh, so, I'm sitting there Saturday. I'm watching the Georgia-Florida game. George, Florida walks down the field 7 nothing. I was watching it while cracking pecans. Cracking pecans. Anybody else wants to make some money cracking pecans? Brutal. I got nine pecan trees. What the pecans? Make <laughs> pecan pie. I made a lot of pecan pies. <laughs> anyway, so I'm sitting there watching it 7 nothing, And then... Georgia, man. Carson Beck is starting to impress me. He's a better Stetson Bennett. Yeah. And so, man, every time – I think Georgia's actually a really good football team. I don't think they're oh, as yeah, good as yeah, they yeah. have been in the past, but I think they're one of the top four I think they're. I mean, they're good enough to win a national championship. Absolutely, and they very much could 3 P. I I think they get bored. 
when these teams nobody talks about, they're they're gonna play around with them, maybe win by two or three scores. And now when people pick, people picked who is that who they played earlier in the season? They wall. I mean, just, just oh Kentucky. Kentucky was ranked. People yeah, were saying it's gonna be because it was that closer too. Game. I think. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, people were saying it's gonna be a closer game. Some people picked Kentucky beat them by forty. Some people were picking Florida to win this game. However, crazy like this is going to be, it's going to be lower than two score game. Whatever, blah blah. Georgia just destroyed them. So I think Georgia's that team that when they need to, they're going to unleash. I think they're going to destroy Missouri. I got forty eight to seventeen. Sorry, Chris. Hey, if you're listening, buddy, come on the show. Defend your honor. <laughs> Look, I'm go. I'll go forty two twenty one. I'm like you. I think they beat them by. At least three touchdowns. Um, Carson Beck has thrown for 300 yards in five straight games. Yeah. He's a stud. He is. He is. He's a goofy-looking joker. Oh, uh, he <laughs> I don't but, like talking about people's but, looks, but he is. <laughs> no, I was not kidding. Most people would say the same thing about us. <laughs> yeah, he's – yeah. Um, he's yeah, I, I got kid. Georgia 42-21. to 21. He has been – he's been on fire. I mean, he's not going to win the Heisman, but he's been, he's been solid. He is – Definitely capable of leading them to a national championship. So, uh, we'll see. Next game, USC, who has lost, is it three in a row now? Two in a row. Uh, uh, no, they're six and two. Yeah. They just won last week, 50 to 49. Oh, that's right. Because Arizona State went for the two-point conversion to win the game and didn't get it. That's who they played, Arizona State? It was Arizona. No, they played Cal. Yeah, Cal. Cal. Yeah, Cal won for the two-point conversion. Yeah, because remember they were protesting before the game, the students on the field. 50-yard line. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, yes. Was it in Cal? Yeah, they had to. Well, they're both in Cal. So yeah, game. that makes sense. They should have um, shot them with uh, rubber bullets. <laughs> get them off the freaking field. What are you the, protesting? Get the fire hose out. I mean, my God, these college kids. It's ridiculous. Get the beanbag gun. Stick the dogs on them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, they they barely won the game. They're just not a good team, which is a shame because you have a generation. Steven's playoff thing. You had them. Look. I thought the defense would be a little bit it's better. About as bad as Clemson's pick. Um, we both had Clemson, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might have make a bowl game. Yeah. Oh, anyway, Washington is good on offense. They're probably they're better than USC on offense. I'll say, Washington is, and they're better than you. So they're just overall better. They've struggled team. lately too. Yeah. They. They. Well. They only put up 15 points against Arizona State. Arizona That's State. the team That's you're what thinking, I'm thinking about. about. Yeah. Washington didn't only score, put up yeah. 15 points. Didn't score an offensive and one touchdown. Of them, one of them was a pick six. They didn't score an offensive touchdown. Yeah, did not score an touch, offensive touchdown versus Arizona State. Maybe they were like sleepwalking that game, looking ahead to other teams or something, possibly. I don't know. But I'm going to go Washington. I'm going to go double digits. I'm going to go both hot. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go 45 34. So 11 points. But I'm going 45, yeah. 34. Steven pretty much hit, hit it all. USC's defense is atrocious. I think Washington can name the score. I got Washington 48 to 30. What'd you say, 34? Yeah. Uh, 48, 35. <laughs> 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 okay, let's get to what the people want to hear. Before we start, I got a special guest. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Matt Muller. I think that's his name. I just get it wrong. I'm sorry. I apologize. Well, you say Muller, I'll say Mueller. That way one of us will get it wrong. I, before the game, before we started, I sent him a text. I said, 
Send yeah, me so if you your don't know, score prediction. Matt this guy is Heath's brother-in-law. He's a huge LSU and uh, corn dog lover yep. and LSU <laughs> fan. Yep. I wonder if he really does like corn dogs. Does he, Matt? You gotta let us know. Do you really like corn dogs? Um, no. So he's a huge LSU fan. We've we've had him on the show. We've had him on the show. I think before the season started. Yeah, talking about yeah. yeah, that's right. He it was picked LSU up, to win that. It was leading up to the FSU game. But huge LSU fan. Had him on last year. Had him on this year. We're gonna try to get him on. Oh, he's coming next week. That's next what I was week, whether yeah. whether win or lose, win or lose, we already got the contract. Um, yeah, we got him on a contract, but so we'll sue him if he doesn't come I, on. I wanted to get his score prediction because I didn't want him. On, oh, boy. he has LSU winning thirty-five to twenty-eight. No shocker, he's a homer. I mean, okay. I mean, that's 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 not. Yeah, I mean, it, that wouldn't surprise me. But let's just get to the to the keys of the game and how LSU has been looking. So. This is a matchup of strength versus strength and weakness versus weakness. Yes, yes. LSU, that is well said. LSU has, uh, off, off, uh, statistic-wise, the top offense in the country. Not Texas, who Alabama lost to. Not Ole Miss, Let me give it to you. who Alabama beat. Jaden Daniels and the LSU Tigers have the top offense in the country. A lot of that is out of necessity, <laughs> yes. but... Top offense in the country. What are the stats, Heath? LSU has the number one total yardage in the country, 552. They are the third best passing team in the country. And surprisingly, they are the 13th rank rushing attack in the country. That's very impressive. And cherry on top, they are the number one scoring offense in the nation. 47.4 points a game. That's what makes me nervous is... Very nervous. Like, I'd be more confident, like, if Alabama had the top, had a great offense, and LSU had a great defense. You would always, yes. Because majority of the time, offense always, great offense, majority of the time, always beats great defense because the way the the rules, the way the yeah. rules are, the way the game has changed, the rules and the game benefit offenses more than they do defenses. So, it's always better to have a great, I mean, you want both, but... You always would rather have a great offense, yeah, than a great defense. In my opinion, ESPN came out today Another with their Heisman people. Heisman odds. The who they think has the best chance to win the Heisman. Did you see it? Would you be surprised who is number one? Probably Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels, dude. Me and Stephen were hard on him last year. Stephen more than me. He's hard on everybody. You gotta prove it to me, son. He was not. He was average at best last year. I know Matt was saying that he wouldn't be surprised if he got benched. Let me tell you, this guy, he's been sensational this year. I don't know where he went to learn how to play quarterback. Hopefully him and Jalen Milrow get in contact and they can go see them <laughs> this offseason. But he's incredible. His Let's only see. weakness, he doesn't slide. He doesn't slide. <laughs> so maybe he'll be he out gets, of the game in the dude, first he quarter. Gets, he gets absolutely drilled. Yeah. And what's that's what's crazy about you, know, you compare Milrow's bigger than he is, stronger than he is, but he doesn't that run. That dude is quick as a cat. But he's yeah, quick. He is quick. Yeah, he's very yeah. quick, very fast. But that's probably the only weakness in his game is he doesn't slide. All right, Steven, let's get to our keys to the game. Let's do offensive first. While we're on offense, they're on defense. We talked about how great they are on offense. They are atrocious on defense. Huge key. They're missing. They got in four transfers in the secondary. Every one of them is going to be out. One of them had cancer early in the year. Feel bad for that guy. Hope you get better. And then the other three starting transfers, they're not going to play. Just heard on the way over here, 
Wingo, Bakari Wingo, their star defense tackle, he is not playing. And that is they – they were terrible. With all those guys, it's going to be rough. Well, that doesn't – I mean, it, it matters, but Helps that doesn't, it doesn't matter as much as to me, and this is why. Oh, dear. Two years ago, oh, LSU he, came into Bama. All we had ups. Bryce Young. They had – Every single one of their secondary. Mr. Jeff B. was at that game. Every single secondary. They had guys sick, guys hurt. I'm pretty sure they were playing third and fourth string guys in the secondary. Third and fourth string. All we, over the field. We had Bryce won the Heisman that year. We had Jamison Williams. We had John Mechie. We had B-Rob in the backfield. What did we score, 13? No, we scored 17? 20 points. Yeah, 20 It was 14. 20 to 14. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, this whole injury God. thing does not matter that much. And what they did is they they did my style of defense. <laughs> they just blitzed over and over and over and got the ball out of Bryce's hands. Um, so, the injury thing doesn't matter as much to me if your defensive coordinator can just drop a good game plan. Because Alabama, you know, on paper should have – Beat the poop oh, out of him. Let's let's mention this. We haven't mentioned this yet. Tommy Reese is Alabama's offensive coordinator. Where was he at before he was out Alabama? Notre Dame. Yeah. Who was the head coach of Notre Dame? Brian Kelly. I'm curious to see who has the advantage. I'm sure it's Brian Kelly. Tommy Reese doesn't seem like he's that much of a brighter cat. <laughs> and honestly, that's a shot at Brian Kelly because Brian Kelly. He was his quarterback at Notre Dame, and he taught him everything he knows. Anyways, so let's give the keys to the game offensively what we need to do to win. These are keys to win. These aren't keys to lose. So if you don't do this, you're going to lose. My key number one is red zone efficiency. When we get, I'm going to say, red zone 30 yards and in, you have to. Alabama has to. We've been terrible at this. Have to score touchdowns. You cannot settle for field goals any game, much less when you're going up against the number one scoring team in the nation. They can put points up on you in bunches. So when you have a good drive, you got to cap it off with a touchdown. Yeah, that was my point. I was oh, kind of jotting them down right there. It's, it's score touchdowns. You can't, like you said. But do you think we are? Do you think we'll be more aggressive on fourth down? Because you got to score. It, you got to score touchdowns. Yeah, I think it depends on how Saban feels about his defense after a drive or two. And also, and we where. start slow on defense. So. Yeah, um, but yeah, you got to score touchdowns. I know. I mean, I would say time of possession. You want to keep it away from Jaden Daniels, but as long as you're scoring touchdowns, you know it's not that big a deal. No, if you're going real fast and you don't hold the ball for very long and you're having to punt and kick field goals, that's when it becomes an issue. Um, but if you're scoring touchdowns, and it always, 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 always starts at the line of scrimmage. I would think, which. You know, we say their secondary, most of their secondary is going to be out. Their defense in general, like you said, is bad. Rush defense. You got to run the ball. Um, I would run the ball. If you're going to run run the ball, run straight at Harold Perkins. Don't want to run away from him because he'll run you down. <laughs> I would run straight at him. Just double team if you have to because he's our best player. Um, I'm not sure if it was you I was texting or mentioning it to. Have you noticed that we're better running outside? Running like yeah. stretches or outside zone or stuff, than just they didn't running straight at them. Oh, that's yeah. That's what, another thing I was gonna say. So you notice in the Tennessee game, they only did it one time, I think. Oh, it brought out a lot. Of no, they did it twice, it and both tricks. both were successful. They did the jet little. Yeah. It's basically a jet sweep. It goes down as a pass. Kendrick but it's, Law. It's a run, um, but that's that's like it's not. It's a simple play, but it gets the defense moving side to side. 
Um, yeah, our best runs are like to the to the outside, and we can't run up the middle. A lot of it goes to the O line not working up to the linebackers, so it's hard to run up the middle. But yeah, offensive line you've got to you, you've got to you got to establish a run game and uh, keep the ball away from Jaden Daniels. Yeah, that I mean that was pretty much my second and third is third downs. We have to be able to stay on the field offensively, and then ball control, dude. I. We gotta can we just gotta keep the ball from them. I mean, they're they're listen. I it I will be shocked if they don't score more than thirty points. Oh yeah. So offensively, too. you have to. I say Alabama's got to score more than thirty four. Yeah, got to like got to limit their possessions. Got to limit their possessions. Got to score more than thirty four. And often, please, and if I have anything to say, we we have done this every single game except Middle Tennessee. We cannot go three straight possessions punting the football. Yeah. You cannot go more than one possession. We have got – when you get the ball, you got to score. If you think that junk you pulled in the first half against Tennessee is going to work, we will be down 35-7 to seven or 38. Maybe. <laughs> or to nothing, maybe. I mean, and LSU plays up. Every team when they play Alabama, they're going to play up. LSU – you're not going to see the same team you saw against Ole Miss when Ole Miss almost hung 60 on them. You're not going to see that defense. They're going to be mad. They're going to be hungry. And quite frankly, we don't have as good as offense as Ole Miss does. So, anyways, so that's my last point. Ball control have to be effective on third down. Yeah. And Mr. Milrow, that's you, buddy. Milrow. Take the check down. Take the check be down. Be the, the quarterback down. that you were in the second half, but mainly be the running quarterback you were in the latter part of the game. Because you decided to actually, maybe he'll get keep, inspiration. Yeah, maybe he will. He'll be able. He'll, hey, look, that guy ran. I'm gonna run. Um, but yeah, so that's the offense on the defense. Let's go. You're gonna just. I'm going into this game knowing we're gonna get up, give up yards. Knowing we're gonna give up points. The key, kind of like against Tennessee. If you're gonna give up chunk plays, don't let them be chunk plays for touchdowns. Boom, yeah. Get them in the red zone. They're going to get their yards. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying play prevent defense and just give them the whole field until they get the red zone. But you don't want to give up chunk plays for touchdowns. Get them in the red zone where they can't stretch the field. Everything's tighter, more condensed, tighter windows. It's harder to run the ball cuz the safeties are closer, all that good stuff. And hold them to field goals. Stand firm in the red zone, hold them to field goals. Create a turnover or two. When you get pressure, you've got to maintain lane integrity. I'm gonna, and I don't even think. So is that I your would, first? What's your first point? The mainly, hold them mainly, to field goals. Mainly hold them to field goals. So basically, red zone. Red zone. Yeah. I just thought about mine is protecting against the deep ball. But I'm, I'm listen. So my second point is rush for have a spy protect against the deep ball is my number one. But listen to you talk. I got a question for you. And I think I know the answer, but I just want to see if you heat them up. Heat them up. No, that's. <laughs> I, I think that's what you would say. Jaden Daniels, Saban even mentioned it today in the press conference. He hurt them with his legs last year. I think one of the worst things that we're going to do and that we could do is mush rush four, not try to actually put pressure on him, and then have somebody spy. So not only are we not going to be trying to get pressure like sack him I think we're gonna have a spot to take an extra man out of coverage it could be a problem you might would rather go Steven's philosophy light them up they get a big play hey it is what it is 
rather than just not touch them at all. What do you think that's uh, what we're gonna do? I think they'll mix they'll mix it up. Um, the thing is with a spy because he's still he's, he's still faster and quicker than our linebackers. So even if you spy him, yeah, he's faster. Than, yeah, you have also. to hope like you have to spy like almost like you're blitzing right on the line of scrimmage. Because if you're five yards back spying and he gets a running head start, but don't get too close because yeah. you don't want all the line to pick you up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You run out the gate on you. <laughs> um, but that's the main thing is like lane integrity. Chris Braswell, Dallas Turner. You know, if you're gonna rush the edges, rush. But then you gotta when you get even with them, you know, you slip back inside. Um, I think it'll be a mix. I mean, that's the so Tennessee's Alabama had Tennessee to a three and out. Could have had them on a three and out. They blitzed six on third and six, but whoever was on the right side or the left end didn't maintain the leverage to the outside, and Milton walked for a first down. So that's the thing. If you're going to bring a five or six guys, you have yeah. to maintain your lanes yeah. and keep them. You just pinch the pocket. It's not a mush push. I hate that because you just it's just so annoying watching the defense well, that's, play that way. You do that crap against quarterbacks that can't throw. Yeah. If Dan- but, Daniels will pick us apart. Yeah. So you come after him, but you just – I mean, you hear it all the time. Squeeze the pocket. Squeeze the pocket. You know, and if you have him, if you have a free runner, take his head off. <laughs> <laughs> don't hurt. No, nothing illegal. We don't want anybody out of, thrown out of the game. But yeah, every chance he's going to give you chances to hit him because that's how I think. I don't know. It's that's like he goes into he he wants to get not nothing. I don't think he wants to get hit. But he just he doesn't play smart football when it comes to running the football. So he is going to give you opportunities to hit him, and when he does, you've got to hit him and make him pay the price. Nothing dirty. I'm not saying hurt the guy. No. Um, but, yeah, that's the main thing. Lane, integrity, tackle well. These They're great, great receivers. Um, you can't give them yards after the catch. Yeah. You're, you're probably a defense, Kool-Aid, Arnold, if he's healthy, I'm hoping he is. Oh, yeah, I think he's Malachi Moore, you're going to have a, probably a lot of one-on-one matchups. So, you're going to have to win those matchups. I agree. Joe Milton did kind of hurt us running the football, which is surprising. Daniels is a thousand times a yeah. better runner than Joe oh, yeah. Milton. I mean, it's not even close. KJ Jefferson, he's a better runner. So we haven't really faced a dynamic runner this year like we will with Daniels. But he's so much better than just a runner. That's why it's so difficult. The man has twenty five touchdowns and three interceptions. Yeah. I and mean, he is incredible. Did you see the stats versus Tennessee about our offense? Our offense? No. They gave um, well, I mean, they said so. It's the worst point, lowest points per game since twenty or two thousand eight. Oh, oh yeah, I took a picture of that. The yeah, lowest total yardage since two thousand eight. Oh man, lowest rushing yards per game since I think it was two thousand and eight. Also, yeah, no, yeah, you're fifteen right. years. <laughs> we're not good off in like, fifteen years. Who can you blame, Jalen Milrow? Yes. Can you blame Tommy Reese? Yes. Can you blame the O line? Absolutely. I mean, every I the only we're down in every <laughs> skill position. I will say that we are not as talented at the wide receiver room. They've been good, Burton. They've been solid. We're not as good as we have been in the past. I don't think we have yeah, any first I mean, round picks on there. No, I just don't think that. Running backs, we're not as good as we have been. I, look, I like Jace McQuillan just with the, now Justice Haynes. I think he could be a stud. He could be the guy. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder They're if it's like he's not. He doesn't know fully the playbook, or he doesn't. I just think Saban. He doesn't. He doesn't two. pass protect as well as the other guys. Uh, but yeah, I think it's because McClellan and Roy Williams are both seniors. Yeah. So I think they I just agree. like, hey, you both of you have played in big games. 
You're not going to fumble the ball. You're not going to outrun the defense. I wish he would just do what he does with the receivers. I mean, yeah. they just have random guys pop up. Jaden Hill. I don't think we've heard of We've heard of him since uh, – who's that? He had touchdown against? Yeah. Ole Miss. We haven't even seen yeah, him I, since. I, I don't – Burton is always going to start. Kobe Prentice, you missing him? He wasn't missing um, for four games. Yeah, Kobe Prentice. I think the only consistent receivers are Bond and Burton. And Malik Benson was out there a ton. Yeah. But he was a blocker. Yeah, he was mainly, you see, they can't bring him in, he bring him in motion, and he would block it. Like, uh, yeah, Kobe Prentice is hit and miss. Law, hit and miss. Brooks, hit and miss. Jalen Hill, hit and miss. So, um, the only thing, people that aren't hit and miss are the tight ends. CJ Debris. That's those those guys. I like those guys uh, a lot. They they bring something different, but they both who Nye Black Dupree and Nye Black. Yeah, yeah. They both bring something different. Obviously, Nye Black's more the receiving threat. I think they're kind of. I would be frustrated. Like CJ Dupree, he blocks his butt off, and then you're wide, wide open, open for a first down, and the quarterback just. I don't know. Yeah, I think Dupree's better than what he's not 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 that what he's shown better than the opportunities he's given. He's <laughs> not getting the ball thrown to him. That's demon. We've talked enough. Moment of truth. Moment of truth. Give me. We should do two scores if we get the first half Bama or the second half Bama. <laughs> oh, no, okay. Uh, yeah, I like I like that. And then we'll give a real. So if we get second half Alabama to me, you will get a second half Alabama. You're gonna win thirty-eight to twenty-four. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write that down like that. I would say if you get a second half Bama, you get out of forty-one to twenty-seven. Okay, that's good. Thirty-four. I mean, the same point spread we both have would have. If you get first half Alabama, <laughs> I mean, I'm not even trying to be rude. First half Alabama, you're going to get beat forty-five to seventeen. Yeah, I, yeah, I was right there. I was going to be. I was going to say forty-eight to twenty-one. Yeah, I mean, now that's basically if we play our best, we're going to win by fourteen. If we play our Worst, we're going to lose by 30. So, that really doesn't mean that we're a very good team. Anyways, but Bama's a three-point favorite right now. As we speak, the line has been moving. What is your prediction? Mm. At Alabama. That has 35-28. A bye week. Like it was last year. Wanting revenge. The injuries. It's just tough because even though they have injuries, it's still like, can they put up enough points? I think the defense will get if if they can keep the chunk plays to not touchdowns and hold them in the red zone. Oh goodness gracious! I'm gonna go a very very close game. I'm gonna go 35-31, Bama. I do. Wow. I say, I say maybe maybe with a scoop and score, a pick six, maybe with like a short field from the defense. If Kool-Aid gets out of there, maybe Bond gets a punt return for a touchdown. I'm going to go 35-31, Bama. I like that, Emil dude. Emil wins the Heisman, like dude. No, I'm just well, kidding. Well, in my – no, heck no. <laughs> stop. Stop. <laughs> okay. Uh, during offense, keys, I said offense has scored 34. LSU's averaging 48. I think we hold them under their total. If we don't, we're clearly going to lose. I think they'll put up a ton of yards, but yeah. I think it's a bend but don't break. I agree, Ben, but don't break. You got that? I like Ooh. that. I got Alabama. This is a homer in me. <laughs> 38 to 17. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just kidding. Okay. Just, Boy, that'd be a beatdown. <laughs> Alabama 34, LSU 38. 
33. Ooh. Will Riker. Yeah. Will Riker. Now, you say, well, how, okay, how did it work out? I could see something like it's 24. LSU's got 24. They kick a field goal, 27. Kick another field goal. They kick three field goals, make it 33. I could see 33, 31. We get the ball. Will Riker. He has been nails all year. Hopefully, he continues to be it. 47 yarder. Down the smoker, we storm the field. Now we might thirty four, thirty three. We might do a mini episode at halftime, and we might change our predictions. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. But that'd be legendary. But yeah, um, fun, man. <sighs> Great show. Yeah, well, I'm pumped, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm nervous, a little pumped. But it's a night game. Night game would be exciting. So. Yeah, well, exciting, but great show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Next week yeah. should be a blast. Hopefully. We'll last bragging. year, last year was a depressing episode having Matt on. Hopefully, it's a little better for us this time. Yeah, this time we'll, we'll see. see. But so next week, see you. See you.